This is God's servant Philip Koshikoshi. I am the pastor of Revelation Church. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. I pray that you will experience the power of God's word in all its richness and glory today. May your faith be revived, your mind be renewed, and your body be healed in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. So excited to be in the presence of God with each of you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And uh, like the blessing that was pronounced over you, I say amen and amen. Amen. Yes, may you experience the nearness of your God. Hallelujah. May we experience his nearness this evening. Each each one of you that watches um, at whatever point of time, we bless your home. Uh, Those of you that watch us uh, online, we bless your home, your uh, the room, wherever you may be, um, when you listen to God's word, may, it, um, may miracles, uh, that you may testify of miracles. Thank you, Jesus. Glory. Amen. The nearness of our God is, our, is, is good for us. Amen. This is our glory that he is with us. Praise the Lord. He is with us. Thank you, Jesus. All of you are, I hope that you are aware of all the seismic or uh, seismic, how are you pronounce that word, but all the political changes and um, uh, things that are going on around the world. Yeah, I hope that you are um, realizing, uh, I heard somebody uh, just today, I, I believe I, I came across a person saying, uh, the coming of Christ is ever closer. The coming of Christ is ever closer. Um, uh, you know of uh, Queen Elizabeth's passing, I think she passed sometime yesterday, probably uh, early morning, they, were an- they announced it a little later on, we came to know from someone working, well, we as in, uh, yeah, people that were part of this church had some connection with people in the, um, what do you call that place, uh, huh? the, they have a name for their, that royal place in Ah, yeah, in the palace they had somebody working. I'll give you a clue, it's in the medical field. So, and, um, so the news had already uh, sort of come out that she had passed sometime in the morning or whenever that took place. In the evening, uh, our evening, I'm talking about, yeah, our evening or about 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, somewhere there is where they announced her passing. Praise God. I would like to read one or two uh, of her quotes. Uh, there was something about her, yeah, if you paid attention, there was something about her uh, in that she stuck to certain principles of God's word, and I believe that she had a relationship with Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. There are a lot of things we can talk about, the uh, British Empire, and we can talk about um, conspiracy theories, and we can uh, talk about many of those kind of things. But she always, every Christmas, she made it a point to share the gospel in the manner that she could. You know, I myself have seen her share the gospel um, uh, in numerous occasions in these Christmas messages. Um, One thing that she said is, for me, for me the teachings of Christ and my personal accountability before God provide a framework in which I lead my life. The teachings of Christ and my personal accountability with God. Praise the Lord. Another thing that uh, she mentioned um, uh, uh, about things that are shifting around the world, she said, trouble is caused by unthinking people who carelessly throw away ageless uh, ideals, morality. They're making morality meaningless. Honesty is counted as foolishness. We need a special kind of courage which makes us stand up for everything we know is right. Yeah, praise God. I know where that's coming from. That's coming from an understanding of scripture. We must have a special kind of courage. Be bold, be strong, church. And uh, we want to minister to everyone that's listening to us. Be bold, be strong. These are times that require uh, you to put on the boldness of the Lord. The righteous are bold as a lion. Praise the Lord. It is a time for us to show courage. For everything that we know is right, everything that is true and honest. Hallelujah. Praise God. So, um, legacy that we leave behind. 
the legacy, all of us must consider what kind of effect we are having around us. Yes, let us be known for righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Let us be known for righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. This evening you want a life ambition? Uh, stay in this place. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost, in the Holy Spirit. Stay in that. That's the legacy you want to leave behind. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let's read the scripture. The Beatitudes, Matthew chapter 5, I shall read from verse 1. Matthew chapter 5, I shall read from verse 1. It says, when Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on the mountain and after he sat down, his disciples came to him. He opened his mouth and began to teach them saying, blessed are the poor in spirit. Let's do that again. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are those who mourn. Blessed are the gentle. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Blessed are the merciful. Blessed are the pure in heart. Blessed are the peacemakers. Blessed are those who are persecuted for the sake of righteousness. Oh, I want to say that again. Verse 10. Blessed are those who have been persecuted for the sake of righteousness. Blessed are you when people insult you and persecute you and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad. Let's do that again. Rejoice and be glad for your reward in heaven is... Let's do that again. Rejoice and be glad for your reward in heaven is... I want to hear great in a great fashion. Yes, let's do that again. Rejoice and be glad for your reward in heaven is... For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. Hallelujah. Praise God. Like we have uh, been, as we have studied this passage, this is Christ's invitation. This is the beginning of his ministry. This is Jesus laying down the foundation of the church. Jesus laying down the foundation of the church. This is the character of the Christian. Amen. This is the character of the Christian. Uh, I, I believe the more we study this, I hope it's being impressed on you by the Holy Spirit. This is something we need to return to um, constantly. This is something we need to, this, these passages, the Sermon on the Mount, the Beatitudes, something you need to constantly read. Constantly go back to these scriptures. By heart them over and over if that's necessary. Amen. For this is Christ's foundation of the church. This is the call. This is the call. The Beatitudes is a call. It has resounded to the corners of the earth. When he proclaimed these, these uh, uh, blessings and he proclaimed uh, these truths, he, this was, the Spirit of God was going to carry this to the ends of the earth. Praise the Lord. For this is the call. This is the call. Jesus is calling. Jesus is calling. Amen. Jesus is calling. He's calling all the time. When you wake up in the morning, Jesus is calling. In the afternoon, Jesus is calling. In the evening, Jesus is calling. He's here. Praise the Lord. Praise God. He's here. He's calling. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are those who mourn. Blessed are the gentle. Praise God. Let's invest in these things. Let's invest in these things. Let us be found before God hungry for God. Amen. Poor in spirit, those who recognize, I need God. I need to stay close to God. Without him, I can do. That you are quick to go before God to express what's really going on. Hallelujah. Blessed are those who, the second Beatitude. Blessed are those who mourn. They shall be. You know, I've always um, uh, recognized this fact. And I encourage you to allow the Holy Spirit to, to uh, break your ego. Say amen. It's healthy. Hallelujah. 
to, to break your ego, to be a person that is quickly moved by the Spirit of God. Blessed are those who? They shall be comforted. Yeah, have you noticed that the battle has always been, uh, you know, we want to pretend everything's okay. Jesus said, I, the, the sick need the physician. All right, the sick, yeah, they require the physician. So there's some sort of sickness that needs to be dealt with. These scriptures, blessed are those who mourn, is telling you, express yourself, speak to God. Don't pretend. Hallelujah, don't pretend. Blessed are those who mourn, they shall be. You tell the Lord, this is my situation. You know, you will hear minister after minister being moved by the Holy Spirit telling you, call out to God. Isn't the, isn't the invitation throughout the scripture? Call out. Speak out. Tell the Lord what's going on. Tell the Lord what's going on. They shall be comforted. Blessed are the gentle, for they shall inherit the earth. Praise God. Invest in gentleness. You know, they tell you, invest in mutual funds, invest in property, invest in this. I'm telling you, invest in gentleness. The earth is yours. Praise God. It's yours. You know, I, I, uh, ever since I taught, we studied this passage and I taught on this, this subject, I've had so many opportunities to share this, share this teaching. So many opportunities. <sighs> Invest in gentleness. Praise God. Invest in gentleness. Imagine, check that out. Gentleness. To do, to do what? Inherit the earth. What's the result? We'll inherit the earth. It's all yours. Invest in gentleness. Praise God. Hunger and thirst for righteousness. All of you hungering, thirsting for righteousness this evening? You're feeling it? Huh? You're f I know you all know the right answers. I can see the right answers coming out. Yeah. To hunger and thirst for something is to feel it. Yeah, just a minder for you. To hunger and thirst for something is to feel it. I really hope and I pray that you feel it. That you are here because you need Jesus. You are here because you need. I, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. They shall be satisfied. Thank you, Jesus. Blessed are the merciful. Verse 7 says, blessed are the merciful. They shall receive mercy. Praise God. Today I want to enter into verse 8. And uh, blessed are the pure in heart. Blessed are the pure in heart. For they shall see. What a promise. Each of these are promises. Blessed are the pure in heart, they shall see. Amen. They shall see God. Every one of these are underlining a very intense relationship. How many of you, I'm wondering which grammatical words to use. How many of you have uh, been in an intense relationship? So let me make it more easier for you. How many of you are in an intense relationship? Oh, praise God. I think you're, yeah. This listing here, Jesus is speaking of a very intense relationship. With a lot of expression. With a, with, um, a lot of exchange going on. Very intense. Yeah, a lot of transactions going on. Very intense relationship. So many of you raised your hands. Benoit, did you raise your hands for an intense relationship? Ah, okay. Yeah, Midu, make it intense. Huh? <laughs> and uh, you guys, you know, not married and all thinking, hey, no, I know. No, your relationship with your parents was intense. Still is intense. 
So many of our relationships, uh, it reflects. God gave us these relationships to reflect um, who he is. He's very intense. Hallelujah. God is very intense. I mean, you read this passage, he's intense. He's intense. Uh, And uh, they're reminders again and again of a very intense relationship. I want to read a quote by a person named C.H. Spurgeon. Hope all of you have heard of C.H. Spurgeon. If you haven't, I I encourage you to go and uh, read some of the things that he has um, taught. He's called the Prince of Preachers. Okay? (laughs) Interesting. Uh, And uh, he has this to say. If Christ is not all to you, if Christ is not all to you, he is nothing to you. When I allow those words to. This man was filled with the Holy Spirit. He shook London. Interesting, we are starting with C.H. Spurgeon. Yeah, uh, even Queen Elizabeth was affected by C.H. Spurgeon. You know, there are, there are movies on C.H. Spurgeon. You can find it on YouTube. There are channels that have Christian movies. Are you aware? There are YouTube channels that have Christian movies. Be aware of all the other YouTube channels. If you seek, you will find. If you knock, the door will be open. And one, there, is a, there are a couple of biographies on uh, C.H. Spurgeon. Some are documentaries. I encourage you to watch them all. Yeah. And... Um, Uh, This is what he had to say. If Christ is not all to you, he is nothing to you. I almost feel like repeating that till tomorrow morning. If Christ is not all to you, he is nothing. If Christ is not all to you, he is nothing to you. He will never go into a partnership as a part-time savior. If you think that your wife is intense or your husband is intense you have no clue how intense God is there's no part-time relationship there's no this is not a he doesn't get into a partnership as a part savior of man if he is something he must be everything if he is something he must be everything If he is not everything, he is nothing to you. So you can't can't escape that this fact when you read the Bible and when God expresses relationship, he expresses the kind of relationship he wants to have with you. This is exactly what it is. It's a full-time, intense, intimidating, changing, transforming relationship. You want me to repeat those words again? I I just said it as it came. It's a relationship that must intimidate us. When I say intimidate, makes us uncomfortable about the way we are. Makes us want to become more like him. And amazed, uh, you know, we started the prayer. uh, He was uh, going on. The spirit was leading him to go on about becoming more like God. To become more like Jesus. It's a... Hallelujah. Have you met a person who wants you to be like him? Hmm? People. Have you met people who who want you to become like them? You're processing it, isn't it? When you process it itself, you're feeling little. Won't that be a strange person? (laughs) This is, a, this is very intense. It's not like any other relationship. Other relationships reflect, they shadow, they do all those things. But this is one intense, intimate. See, when he said, I will never leave you nor forsake you, he meant it. There is no door that can be shut to keep him out. I feel like expounding, but I'll, I'll let you figure that out. He's always, he wants to be always around. <laughs> he wants to be always around. 
Have you met somebody like that? Maybe our spouse, yeah. This is, uh, you know, this is another level. And uh, let me tell you, the quicker, quicker we understand, hey, that's the sort of relationship God, and you can't escape it. I mean, if you read uh, the Old Testament, uh, God is speaking about his relationship uh, like I found you as a virgin and I, and I took you in and he's talking about, you know, a married relationship. He's talking about putting ornaments on you. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. If Jesus is not everything, he is nothing to you. Because that's the kind of relationship Christ wants to have with you. The promise in this scripture, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see. That's the promise. Blessed are the pure in heart, they shall. I can't hear you. They shall. So sometimes we can read that passage and we can think that, you know, this is like this um, once in five years. Once in five years, seeing God, that experience. Huh? Huh? Uh, like a once in five years phenomenon. I was using phenomenal, so I was trying to figure it out. A once in a five year phenomenon, you know... Once in a year, hmm? But I was surprised when you study the word that is used in this beatitude for see. Everybody say see. Can you see me? Can you see me? Sometimes the questions are so simple, you're like, can you see me? Michael, can you see me? Yes, you can see me? Yeah, you better believe it. Can you see me? So when you study the word here, because you must study the promises of God, I encourage you to study every promise of God. I need an amen. I encourage you to study every promise of God. You heard that this Sunday as well. Study every promise of God. Study every promise of God. Dig deep. You know, jump into it. And uh, this is a promise of God. Praise the Lord. This is a promise of God. Praise the Lord. Church, open your mouth. Praise God. You know, praise God for his promises. He says, blessed are the pure in heart. They shall see. They shall see God. Say see. See. Open your eyes wide and say see. See. Open as wide as possible. And say see. see. Yeah. Some of you haven't opened your eyes that wide in years. I don't know. Open it wide. It says, they shall see God. And then when you start to study the promise, Lord, what do you mean we shall see you? I found it quite interesting that the word that is used in Greek, I'll spare the pronunciation, but the word that is specifically used here, see, means to stare at. To stare at. Not a fleeting glance. To stare at. Blessed are the pure in heart. They shall stare at God. If this is uh, causing you to bubble with joy, I encourage you to, you know, worship the Lord. Worship God. To see the word that is used here means, picturesquely speaking, it means to stare at God. Not a fleeting glance, not a, um, you know, you'll have to uh, have one of those, uh, uh, what do you call those uh, cameras that, uh, you know, they can slow it down like anything. Forgot the technical term. huh? With huge frame rates, so you can slow it down to finally see, oh, God appeared. I don't know how many of you have searched YouTube for angels, angelic appearances, and then you paused it and you paused, I did it. <laughs> but this scripture is saying that you can 
stare at him. The word means to discern clearly. You can clearly discern him. Not vaguely, but clearly. It's good to see you, Hannah. Yes. We are on blessed are the pure in heart. They shall see like I'm seeing you right now. They shall see God. You can clearly see. Welcome. Yes. You can clearly see God. To discern him clearly. And guess what that word also means? Physically. This is where we all want to put parentheses and, you know, praise God. To experience God. To see God physically, mentally, to experience God. To behold, to hear, to behold, to hear. And uh, the Lord has not made any apologies. He has started his ministry with this promise. Blessed are the pure in heart, they shall see. No yeah, in brackets, uh, but you know, sometimes it doesn't happen. You can go through a whole lifetime not seeing him. No, just said, blessed are the pure in heart, they shall see. This word see appears in the New Testament almost 59 times. And when you put those things together, the word is used in connection with these things. To see with the eyes. Say to see with the eyes. Some of you are going to see some things with your eyes. Glorious things. Yes. Praise the Lord. Invest in purity of heart. Invest in purity of heart. You're going to see angelic beings. You will see, you will have experiences of the divine. This is God's promise. I didn't say it, God said it. That's supposed to set you free. I didn't say it. God said it. This is not the contract I made. I signed under it. I receive it. God's contract. Blessed are the pure in spirits. They shall see. Blessed are the pure in heart. They shall see. To see with the eyes. Say to see with the eyes. You know, I get excited when you do these studies because, you know, the miracles are coming. And if you're going to grab this and you're hungry and thirsty for righteousness, they shall be. See how they work together? Blessed are pure in heart, they shall see God. And if you hunger and thirst to see God, they shall be. Hallelujah. 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 To see with the eyes. Say to see with the eyes. Touch your eyes. Everybody touch your eyes. Touch your eyes. Touch your eyes. To see God with these eyes. Say it with me. To see God with these eyes. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. God bless you. It says to see with the eyes. To see with the mind. The term is used to see with the mind. Your mind is in a receptacle of, of, of divine things. To understand God. Praise the Lord. To understand God. God is opening your understanding. Amen. Child, the Lord will open your understanding. Yes, this, this mind will see God. That mind will see God. Yes, your mind will see God. The word to see... Or the word see is also used to become acquainted by experience. To be acquainted by. The word is used of being acquainted to somebody by. Oh, praise the Lord. Are you getting excited? Because this scripture is promising me that I will experience God. I will know God by experience. And let me testify to you. I've been saved for X number of years. I, I lose count at this point. 
but I got saved in 1993. You do the calculation. And let me tell you, I have experienced God. I share it as a testimony. I have experienced Him. Why? Because He said you will. Hallelujah. I want you to stir you up. The Holy Spirit wants to stir you up. If this is not your experience, then this must be your experience. I want to stir you to, if the word is jealousy, I do not know. But I want to stir you to a zeal that I want to experience God daily. Because God promised it. Because the Lord promised it. Are you acquainted with Jesus? Are you acquainted with Jesus? The voice of the Lord. The presence of God. The instruction and counsel of Jesus. Do you hear him daily? I believe you are doing some introspection. When it says, blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. And the reason why I'm, I'm stressing the second part of the scripture is so that we can go back to the initial part of it and invest in it. Thank you, Jesus. Because I, I believe every one of us, scripture clearly teaches, we were created to be acquainted with God. We were created to be acquainted with God. Your best acquaintance, if I were to ask you who your best acquaintance is. And if I had used that language before I did this study, I do not know what you would have answered. Hmm? Who are you most acquainted with? And uh, this term is used freely now, the word acquaintances. And uh, we probably think about all the people in our contact list. Definitely not the WhatsApp groups, I guess, you know, your contact list. Is that what you think about when, I, when the questions are asked, who are your acquaintances? Frankly, before studying this passage of scripture, I, I, wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised if that's... But this scripture tells me that when somebody asks you who's your acquaintance, the first name on your list, the one you are most acquainted with, his name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. Do you have that confidence? Praise the Lord. Do you have that confidence? Do you have that confidence? You don't have to answer the question. I want you to think about it. Do you have that confidence? I'm acquainted with Jesus. Who's my acquaintance? J-E-S-U-S. -S. Who's my acquaintance? What's my connection? What's my influence? J-E-S-U-S. S-U-S. It says to become acquainted with experience. God is promising you that you will experience Jesus. You will get so acquainted to God and to Jesus and his spirit. He's promising it to you. Hmm? That's right. He's promising it. Do you know what it means when God promises something? Let me see. We are acquainted with man's promises. At the end of it, there'll be these, um, you know, fine letter, uh, small letters, conditions apply and so on. Do you know when God promises something, what? When God promises something, what? Fill in the blanks. When God promises something, who is entrapped? When God promises something, who is entrapped? Man's promises are usually to entrap you. But when God promises something, who is entrapped? I can't hear you. Who? Who? I can't hear you. When God promises something, He's entrapped. Wake up, wake up. Yes, don't, 
you know, snap out of all man's covenants, you get into God's covenant. Get into God's covenant. Fully get into full gear. The Lord is speaking to you, full gear. Just get into God's covenant. Make a Joshua out of you. It's a word for you. Make a Joshua out of you. Understand, when God says something, who's getting trapped? I know it sounds like a negative sentence. But understand, you know, these are spiritual realities. Let's grab it. Let's understand it. When God promises something, he has entrapped himself. In fact, the Lord, you know, he, he mentions this in passage after passage. You will never find a book like the Bible. There's, there's no other book like this. There's no religion like this. There, there's no comparison only. He says of how his covenant and his promises that he has made, he is, he is completely committed to it. To perform it. Even today, Israel is living on the fuel of those promises. The nation of Israel. They exist because of those promises. So, when you read this passage, Matthew chapter 5 and verse 8, you should get excited. When you read these passages, you must get excited. Because you discovered the contract of the ages. You know how you run pillar at pillar to post to get a good contract? You're running from this company to that company. Yeah, trying to get a good contract. The best contracts the universe has ever seen is signed in the Word of God. You are under it. You are under those contracts. Satan cannot touch you. Your salvation is secure. You are going to heaven because God is entrapped. Don't know. On YouTube, you may get in trouble for this, uh, this, this language. I know, but you know what we're doing. You're getting to heaven because God is entrapped himself through his son committed to you. that doesn't make you worship I don't know what will make you worship if that does not cause your heart to grow faint you know how you've spent a few uh, moments not able to sleep because you're wondering will I get to heaven you will get to heaven because God is committed glory to God you will get to heaven because God is committed the blood is committed People possessed of the evil one have to declare, Son of God. You cause effects in the spiritual realm because the Holy Spirit, the third person of the Trinity, is entrapped within you because God committed himself. A seal and a guarantee. Are you processing this? It's a pledge. Are you processing this? Hallelujah. This evening, legion can be brought before you. You will cast that demon out because he that is in you is greater than he that is in the world. God is committed. God is committed. You may walk around, you know, um, entertaining depression. You may walk around, you know, uh, thinking you're a pauper. But the light that shines within you is visible to heaven. It shines up to heaven. It's called the light of the Holy Spirit. That's why the Lord said, who takes the fire or the candle or the lamb and puts it under the? So you already have the? Yes, let the revelation dawn on you. You already have the, and you have the capacity to, but does the light change? It'll set that bushel on fire. You get what I'm saying. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise God. It's like one wonderful man of God said, the devil knows who you are. Do you? The devil knows God's commitment towards you. Question is, do we know 
what God's commitment is. It's an intense relationship. Amen. I will never leave you or forsake you. Never. I will never leave you. He is committed. He is with you. He will never leave you. Wherever you go. Wherever you go. So God has committed himself. As for us to discover these treasures. And only we can do it. Michael, only you can do it. Only each one of us can grab this and understand this. These are the treasures of heaven. We open these treasures as we study the word of God, as we meditate. We are opening these treasures and right before us, you know, I was uh, seeing a picture of Queen Elizabeth from the side and I was wondering which side is Kohinoor. Have they returned it yet? So, you know, one of those sides of that crown she was wearing for the photograph. And of much greater value. Of much greater value are the treasures of heaven. Somebody say praise God. The treasures of heaven. Jesus is revealing it to you and me. That you have. This passage tells me. That if I were to turn my attention. To the purity in my heart. If I were to turn attention. To allow the Holy Spirit to work within my heart. I will be acquainted with God. Let's, let's continue to look at this. To become acquainted with him. When the passage, uh, when the word to see is used in the sense of seen, it says, uh, it, it means showed himself. Showed himself. I know many scriptures are popping up in your, this is, you know, promise after promises. I mean, the entire Bible is found in the Beatitudes. It's, 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 uh, you, as you dig, you find all the scriptures. You find other scriptures, you know, scripture after scripture connecting. It's just, it's, it's marvelous. And intimate, the Lord is, is promising you, listen carefully church. You got to get excited about this. God is promising you an intimate, continuous, knowing relationship. Spiritually, physically, emotionally and mentally. Intimate, continuous. Say intimate. Say continuous. Oh, I feel like doing some exposition there. Hmm. Isn't that what we want? Continuous, intimate relationship. Oh, man. Some examples are popping up in my head. But I shall keep it for another time. Yeah, that's what we want. That's the kind of pressure we put on each other. No human being can give you that kind of relationship. That intimacy, continuous, yeah, might work for about 20 minutes. And if you're really good at it, maybe, you know, the circus we do to try and, uh, you know, get this uh, from human beings. You know, that continuous intimate relationship that will sustain you through life, will give you a high every single second of your life, is your relationship with God. My dear child, pleasures forevermore at his right hand. Amen. My dear child, that relationship with God, no human being can do that. This is a special child. Amen. An intimate, continuous knowing, spiritually, physically, and emotionally. See, God wants to make you emotionally strong. How does it happen when you're emotionally fused with him? Lord, reveal it, Father. Thank you, Jesus. When you are emotionally intimate with him, your emotions become strong. They move with the Holy Spirit. Miracles will take place. Praise the Lord. Amen, amen. It's coming. It's incredible. Physically intimate with God. Praise God. Physically intimate with God. You spend time with him. You close the door. You open your Bible. You sit in and talk to the Holy Spirit. You, you know, you speak wonderful things. You know, you get intimate with God. Praise the Lord. 
and you're getting physically intimate. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I mean, see, you bring Titanic before Peter, he's not going to be really too excited because he walked on water. Because he was physically intimate with God. Hallelujah. Process it. Church, process it. Praise the Lord. Process it. Yeah, this is the one person to be intimate with. This is the happening, um, uh, the center of it all. I was going to say dude, but I wasn't sure if I want to use that word. Yeah, this is the happening guy. This is the person to be with. This is the star of all stars. <laughs> and he's telling you, I will be physically intimate with you. You will sense my presence. Praise the Lord. Isn't it exciting whenever you sense his presence? Oof. And he is promising you a continuous, intimate knowing of him in this manner. Spiritually, physically, emotionally and mentally. Oof. How glorious is a mind that is set on him. Let me repeat. How glorious is a mind. How secure is a mind that is set on him. Praise the Lord. I bless you young people with this. I, I bless people in this church with that secure mind. No nightmares. Anxious thoughts are comforted by his presence in your mind. Let me repeat that. Anxious thoughts are comforted by his presence in your mind. Is Jesus in your mind? Is Jesus in your mind? If he is, you'll be hearing that voice. Sometimes still, sometimes loud. Sometimes a whirlwind, you will hear his voice in your mind. And he gives you a rock-solid mind. Amen. The Lord wants you to have a rock-solid mind. Rock-solid. It, it does not wander this way and wander that way. He, Jesus wants you to have a rock-solid mind from which such creation will will flow out and this is for you yeah this uh, such creation will flow out of you because your mind is totally settled in him and he wants to just settle everything in your mind receive it yeah receive it amen and god is going to unleash your creativity praise the lord he's going to unleash it amen thank you jesus praise god this is this is the promise this is what it contains Blessed are those who are pure in heart. They shall see God. <clears throat> and uh, this is, uh, you know, the scripture of Psalm 16, verse 8. <clears throat> mm. What a passage. Receive it. Receive it, my child. Receive it. I have set the Lord continually before me. Because he is at my, Oof, what a confidence. Where's your right hand? Yeah, lift up your right hand. You know, declare this, understand it. Dive into the scriptures to be able to say this. I have set the Lord continually before me. Blessed are the pure in heart. That's setting the Lord continually before you. That's the pure in heart. Continually setting the Lord before them. And uh, what's their confidence? He's at my right hand. Praise the Lord, Jesus is right here. I still remember this incredible experience I had. This was somewhere in the, uh, I think, 95, 96. There was this, um, oh, praise God. Uh, there was this um, outreach that Benny Hinn was doing, and uh, I was watching it in video format. And uh, he uh, just said, the Lord is here. Pointed to his right hand, he said, the Lord is here. He got off the stage and sat down where you guys are sitting. And this is a tall stage, big stage. He got off and he said, Jesus is there. Just go up there. And what do you think as people went up? There's nobody on that stage. Except the, you know, whoever was on the side. There were some pastors there. There's a musician on the side here. But where he was, there was nobody there. He said, Jesus is here. Sounds familiar. He's at my right. He said, Jesus is there. Jesus is here. Jesus is here. And as people walked up, 
you know, Benyon got down there and he's sitting in the chairs over there and, uh, you know, people started coming up to the stage and, and all sorts of miracles are taking place on stage. I have set the Lord continually before me because he's at my right hand. Look at that scripture. I will not be shaken. And this language is not just, um, <laughs> praise the Lord, God's, God's commitment is mind-boggling. If in Psalm 16, it says, I have set the Lord continually before me, Psalm 50 verse 8 says, the other one was Psalm 16 verse 8, Psalm 50 verse 8 says that your sacrifices and your devotion is continually before God. I do not reprove you for your sacrifices and your burnt offerings are continually. You know, I, I think we don't understand. Everything you say, everything you think, everything from the day, yeah, from the day you gave your life to the Lord, you gave everything to the Lord. Do you know that? Are you aware? From the day that you gave your life, you gave everything to the Lord. There's one person who's interested in every thought, every word that you speak. You know, there are times my wife says, are you listening? <laughs> are you listening? <laughs> you don't have to say that to God. Because you understand who he is, you don't have to say that to God. Because... He never stops. Let me repeat this. He never stops. He never stops. He never stops listening. We can't understand it. Because we don't have the kapakuti for it. We just can't understand it. We just don't get it. But he never stops. Are you hearing this church? He never stops listening. He will answer prayers that you have forgotten that you prayed. One of the things that's going to happen to us when we get raptured is a whole lot of these answered prayers. You'll be like, ooh, ah, ooh. You, you know, you suddenly realize, I, 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 I just thought about that, Lord. Amen. Amen. You're saying, Amen. You have known my thoughts from afar. Every one of these things, scripture after scripture testifies to a relationship that, you know, you cannot neglect this relationship. Because there is nobody so committed in the world. Don't neglect this relationship. I, uh, you know, you read these passages about God's commitment to us and, and you want to kick yourself. Because how can you neglect a person like this? So committed, listening to you all. Your parents listen to you all the time? Huh? Answer is no. He never stops listening. And uh, when you, I, I hope that you're aware that things that you thought you desired, you know, for a, for a millisecond, those things have come to pass. Like this ring. Those things have come to pass. Because he has you continually before him. What you sang this Sunday is before him. What you sang for me, you forgot. You probably forgot what God spoke to you. He has not forgotten a single thing. That's why the psalmist declares, you know. What is man? That you are? I can't hear you. That you are? Think about it. Isaiah 49 verse 16. What can we say? Isaiah 49 verse 16. Behold, I have inscribed you on the palms of my hand. Your walls 
We know the first part of it. Some of us are aware of that a second part as well. Your walls. Your walls, the ones you didn't notice last night. You noticed your walls last night before going to sleep? You say, ah, this wall, I won't. Your walls are continually, in other words, wherever you're staying. Wherever you're staying. Wherever. That's why again the psalmist says, where can I go from thy presence? What an, what an intense relationship. That's why God gave the, uh, the poet the license to say, hound of heaven. What is he talking about? God's relationship. Hound of heaven. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You sense his closeness this evening. Amen. As we study the scriptures, you sense his closeness right next to you. He's so intimately acquainted with you like nobody else. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. It was written in his book that you will sit on this chair today. It was written in his book that you will sit on these chairs today. He loves you with an everlasting love. Everlasting. Doesn't stop. Everlasting. Same amount of intensity. Everlasting love. Ever, everlasting. Behold, I have inscribed you on the palms of my hands. Your walls. Jesus sees you. Jesus sees you. Your walls. He is present in your house, in your room. Amen. One who sticks closer. Amen. Sticks closer than a brother. You know, I've seen, uh, I, 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 to see my children's relationship between Gabby and Danny, it was a revelation for me. Because I did not have a very proper relationship with my sister. Boy, that's an intense relationship. If it is done right. Ken is smiling a bit. Maybe he has experienced that kind of a relationship. And the scripture says, and brothers sticker. Brothers stick and says he, he's, he's closer than a brother. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. So, when you find this absolute dream relationship, Benoit, when you find this absolute dream relationship, what do you do? Yeah, you got legally married. You made your home ready for this dream relationship, this intense relationship. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. This is something that should happen daily with, the, with, with this person who is of such intensity towards us. Every day you're arranging your heart, you're arranging your mind, you're arranging your, your home, you're arranging things because of this intimate, glorious relationship with God. Praise the Lord. There's a man who's about to get married soon. I hope you understand what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> you can feel the upheaval in your world, right? It's... Everything's going to change. It's an intense, intimate relationship. When you wake up, you're going to see her. Should I go on? <laughs> it's, a, it's a shadow of the even more intense relationship we are to have with God. Praise the Lord, your first waking thought. Amen. Your best thought, your highest thought, yeah, the one that moves you. It moves furnitures in your house. You understand? It moves furnitures. Things get thrown out of your house because of this intense relationship. Somebody say amen. amen. Things get burnt. <laughs> Things get thrown out because of this intense relationship. You suddenly realize, Whoa, what a good, good God. What an unimaginable love. So the apostle said, 
What did he say? What did the apostle say? The bread. Immeasurable. Amen. 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 Praise God. Praise the Lord. My dear Christian, you are in a very intense relationship. If you're not feeling it, something is wrong. I repeat that. My dear Christian, you're in a very intense relationship. If you're not feeling it, you're not picking up the phone. And this relationship, the dividends, the blessings, the rewards are... uh, Who can measure? And he's a jealous God. He desires you. You know, it's good to be desired. We, want, we desire to be desired. All of you, no matter how much stoic you may look. God put, in, put that in us. Deep calls to deep. There's only one thing that's going to fill that. The way it's meant to be filled. In the total uh, health and wholeness that you desire. Health and wholeness. Such confidence. Your confidence will surprise you. Your confidence will surprise you as you invest yourself in this relationship. Your confidence will surprise you. You know, a person that falls in love, one of their first first, uh, symptoms, yeah, one of their first symptoms is that stupid smile. Quote, unquote, stupid smile. You know that smile? that one one smile uh, parents will be like oh finally huh? there's one smile that comes that's that that relationship has that effect praise the lord and that's the effect of the lord's relationship with you. wholeness everybody say wholeness completeness I mean, uh, you know, uh, to some extent, yes, your spouse will complete you, but the total completeness is in your relationship with God. Someone say amen. Amen. To some extent, your wife completes you, but let me tell you, the completion of the completion happens in your relationship with God. Praise the Lord. This evening, he wants to make you whole. I don't know who needs to hear this. God desires to make you whole, like you feel complete. Praise the Lord. Michael, you feel complete. You feel confident. All that um, um, uh, uh, things that that sort of bog you down or or, uh, uh, discourage you just suddenly vanished. For the king has raised his scepter and said, come. Because the king has said, "You, you are chosen. You are mine. You are special. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Blessed are the pure in heart. They shall see. And we must see God. Let me repeat this. We must see God. Let me say it again. We must see God. We must see Him daily. Daily. Hourly. That's why the songwriter said, I need... Yes, I need thee every hour. You must see God and God has promised that to you. There is only one thing that can stand in the way. Impurity. There's only one thing that can stand in the way. Unbelief. There's only one thing that can stand in the way. That you do not understand his promise. That his words are not the most important thing in your life. When the enemy whispers into a husband's ear... That she doesn't love you. She doesn't really care for you. She's this, she's that. If the husband has the wisdom and to listen and remember that she said, I do. And most of the time, the women look straight in the man's eye. You should see my wedding video. My wife made me nervous. Because no one has looked at me in the eye like this. You know, in between you can see me, you know, shying away because the intensity of the commitment... I'm, uh, I'm, um, what to say, I'm uh, pressed to say that women understand that a bit more than men. I know, men are suddenly, oh. There is one intensity God gave them. 
Where are you? Most of the time, if man, a married man is, uh, if the phone is ringing a couple of times, who's calling? Women in this church, you have the license to bother your husbands. The women can say amen. Say amen. Yeah, make those calls. Call them. I mean, this comes to you naturally, so I don't think I have to really encourage you to do this. But yeah, in case you're suddenly trying to be this hyper-modern, you know, I don't, I'm independent, I'm an island, you know, all that rubbish. Uh, I, I hope that those are lies of the devil, all right? What God has given you naturally is a strong commitment. <laughs> oh, you know, traveling from Thiruvilla to Kotem <clears throat> on Benoist car. We do that, you know, the days that football's there, we do this. There's always this voice that shows up on the sound system. Uh, it's, like, it's like clockwork. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. Praise the Lord. It's a good thing. Pick up the call. Pick up the call. God is calling you. 24-7. He's calling you to come to the garden. He's calling you. Come to the mountaintop. He's calling you. Come listen to me. Listen to my counsel. Open the word of God. Open the word of God. Open, open. The Holy Spirit is impressive. Open the word of God. Go, go, go. Study, study. Hear what he has to tell you. Open it. Open the Bible. Don't let it stay closed. Open your Bible. You know, because he's speaking to you. The Spirit of God desires to speak to you. 24-7. I bless you to come to a place where, you know, you, 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 that, you know, hours go by. You just don't know how time is going. As you spend time with him, amen, amen, as an intimate, committed relationship. Praise the Lord. Are you aware of it? When you walk into a government office, remind yourself, I have an intimate, committed relationship with the King of Kings. You will walk into White House with confidence because you have an intimate relationship with the King of Kings. Praise the Lord. Let these things transform you. Let the, this intense relationship, let it transform you. Praise the Lord, let it transform you. Amen. I hope I can get that smile on your face this, this evening. Yes, I hope that effect happens. May you have that smile on your face. Jesus loves me. Yes, I know. For the Bible tells me so. I, I want to testify again. When I've sung that song, I have sensed the presence of God. I've sensed the presence, the commitment of God. Jesus loves me, this I know. So somebody who can sing it, you know, in the, in the, please sing it, yeah. This I know. loves me yes Jesus loves me the Bible tells me so hello this is Nisha Dilip Koshi I'm sure this podcast has blessed you do subscribe to our channel for more messages and follow us on social media to stay connected may God bless you